On today's episode of Sideline Banter, we're going to tip off with the latest ups and downs on the Warrior season. Then, we try to make each other spill the beans during a Would You Rather segment, followed by this week's Bachelor recap, where we try to find out the true ethnicity of the cast. More lies this season, potentially? Maybe. Shit. Speaking of ethnicities, it's time to get to know what kind of foreign ethnicities we like when it comes to women. Welcome to Sideline Banter. Episode 17. Foreign ethnicities. Foreign ethnicities. Our our, uh, audience about to learn a lot about us today. They're going to know a lot. They're going to know our our uh, type. They're going to know what we tend to go for, our history. Our female audience. Oh, yep. Listen up. I, yeah, you better be listening, uh, ears listening wide. I don't know, wide, proud. I don't know what to wide. say. Ears listening. Clear. Uh, clearly. Clearly. Yeah. There you go. I was like, wide. I'm like, you don't really want wide ears. <laughs> I have wide ears. I have wide ass ears. I didn't really notice that. Well, now you do. Now you're, you're going to notice it and uh, just like. <laughs> it's, I, like I didn't, it's not like bad, bro. You don't look like Eeyore, like from Winnie the Pooh or something, you know? It's, oh, it, thanks, it, man. It's, that's, that's reassuring. You're like a stepdad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's talk about the Warriors, dude. Yeah, they're playing right now, and I, I wish. I know we're missing. <laughs> we could, like, what if they're just like fucking up completely right now? We're like, dude, they look really good. Looking, like we're it's trending up. I'm they actually, did look good last night, though. They did look. I mean, again, another rocky fourth quarter potentially, and things yeah. were getting. You know, the last two games against the Hornets and the Magic, some ugly endings. Games they honestly should have won. Yeah, yeah. And so you kind of got that feeling when they played uh, New York last night. Like, oh fuck, here we go here again. We go again. Yeah. I think it was a big win, though. It was like I think if they make the playoffs and they make like a little run, they meet like the second or third round. I think you got to remember last night because that was a big win. Big win, and I think you know it's it's crushing defeats, like no doubt. But I'd rather have losses like this where it's close neck to neck and we just didn't play as well, rather than us just getting blown out and playing like shit. That Hornets loss though wasn't really that. That was kind of no, there was, was a lot a of fuckery going on at the end of that game. <laughs> but we know that that's not how we te- how our team plays. You know, yeah. So I'd rather have losses like that regardless over losses where it's just complete blowouts where we're just being outplayed. I mean, they should have won the the Magic and the Hornets game, but I think yeah. if you want to look at it in a positive way, they're playing these games with no big men. Like Draymond Green's the exactly. biggest player yeah. on the roster as of yesterday. You know, yeah. today they yeah. got Wiseman and Looney back. Right. Which is, uh, no, they got Wiseman back Wiseman. yesterday. Yeah. Wiseman and Looney were playing yesterday. So big difference having your big men in the game. Makes a huge uh, difference. But I mean, they should have won those two games with the fact that it was so close and, you know, they should have won. It, it's a promising sign if they're going to be fully healthy come playoff time, hopefully, if they make the playoffs. Yeah, and it just shows that even without the big men that we were playing very efficiently and we weren't missing too many shots. Our shooting was really, really, has had really improved. Well, yeah, Kelly Oubre has finally, you know, come back to life as the Kelly Oubre we know. He just had such an awful first third of the season honestly yeah like, those first like seven to ten some games. of the worst like basketball yeah. i've ever seen and i said last time we talked about the warriors how i just think that 80 million dollar price tag was kind of just looming in his head yeah i think he's just relaxed a little more now he's more comfortable in the offense he's more comfortable playing with steph and i you can kind of tell with his on-court antics like he's having fun on the floor he's having so much fun he's having a little <laughs> too much fun honestly <laughs> no he is learning how to play with steph a lot more and it's, it yeah. clearly shows because he's knocking down these corner threes like you said he's like a three machine now and it's just like if he misses, it's like whoa, you know that's not normal. Yeah, I mean the when first the first couple games too. Like I remember, he would just take some stupid shots. Like he'd come up the floor and he'd jack up a three with like twenty seconds left in the shot clock. And you know he started off the season 
terrible from beyond the arc and you're wondering why is he taking these shots i know shooters shoot but at a certain point like you're crippling the team especially when you have steph curry on the floor as exactly well. yeah i think he knows his uh his role on the team now he's much more comfortable out there he's having fun he's fun to watch you know when he's playing well he's really fun to watch like he brings oh, yeah. energy to the floor like his antics are hilarious it's like blowing kisses to the bench uh he stripped randall at the end of the game to, uh, mm -hmm. to win the game yeah and he kind of showed him the ball yeah. that was fucking hilarious dude that was ice uh, that was i want to see i want to see more of that like he really seems like he found his role which is really enjoyable a lot of the bench guys are playing well they're playing better um yeah. damian lee has regressed a bit but you know kent baysmore kent baysmore goes off man. has emerged recently yeah. as, a, as a pretty steady bench scorer yeah uh, i He's want reliable i want more from the bench though i think just you know, they're not consistent enough like baysmore's played well recently but they haven't really been consistent like when steph's off the floor Dude, it's ugly. It's ugly. It it's really, really is. bad. Like this team desperately needs a backup point guard to back I mean, up Steph. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if Steph's not on the court, either Wiseman has to be on the court or Wiggins and Ubre have to be on the court. Well, Wiggins is always on the floor Wiggins when, is, with that second unit. But it's yeah. I think we just by now I think we have a big enough sample size to know that Wiggins can't shoulder a whole load with that mm -hmm. second unit. No. I don't think not anybody for the entire honestly game. can. Uh, I mean if Clay was out there with Wiggins different story you know right, if you're right. playing uh, out of Wiggins Clay and Steph you play two out of those three the entire game right they're gonna yeah. be on the floor but unfortunately we don't have that luxury this year I think in the third when when Steph's not playing you got to play Wiggins with Wiseman because I mean Wiggins was all right that first half you know without Curry but if he's taken off the majority of the quarter you got to have Wiseman in there helping him out yeah what I've noticed with Wiseman I mean he's been hurt and he just came yeah, back yeah. so they're gonna have to obviously you know work slowly, him slowly work him back yeah. in but what I've noticed with Wiseman is on defense, when he's not on the floor with Draymond, he looks a little lost out there. Like, I think Draymond's kind of like that rock for him on defense who really tells him where to be. He's all, all up in his face. And he looks more confident out there on the defensive side of the ball when Draymond's on the floor. Absolutely. When Draymond's not on the floor, Wiseman looks a little, a little lost shaky. out there. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't have Draymond the first couple games of the season. And you could tell it was Wiseman's first couple NBA games. Like we're not expecting this guy to be a 20 and 20 player coming exactly. right out of the gates, yeah. but he did look like just lost out there. And so Draymond, I think is very important for Wiseman on the defensive side of the ball on offense, that pick and roll with Curry, man, it's lethal, lethal, it's lethal. lethal. And I think even with just Wiseman, it goes even beyond that. I think Draymond's just pivotal for the entire team's defense. I think with him on the court, it's, they play defense so well. It's, it's shocking what they what they were playing like in the beginning of the season without Draymond and what it's turned into now that the they become a solid defensive team. I don't, after that Charlotte game, bro, like I was I was ready to Yeah, Draymond got Yeah, Draymond had to go. Like his, I was his I was emotions done with got it. the best of him there. And he, I know in his in his like little press conference he had after he was like I'm thirty years old now, like I'm a mature player. I, I don't think I mean yesterday was pretty funny because just seeing like get a, him getting a foul called on him like last minute of the game and just yeah. seeing him not react was hilarious. I'm like, dude, if this was like any other game, if it was not following the Hornets game, he'd be all up in the refs grill. <laughs> With Draymond, it's still not enough for me. Yes, one of the best defenders in the league, but dude, he's literally like a Tony Allen out there right now. Like he is, <laughs> essentially, yeah. he's no offensive game. Remember when we played Memphis in 2015? Uh, they were down to one in that series, and the big adjustment Steve oh, yeah. Kerr made in that series was just not to guard Tony Allen. So whenever yeah. Tony Allen was on the floor, they were literally just ignoring him, and they came back and won that series. That's what I'm afraid of for the Warriors come playoff time, especially. I mean, right now you're seeing teams are not even dude; they're not even coming past the key for to Draymond. defend him. Yeah, and, and I've seen Draymond hit these threes before, and it's so frustrating that he just 
looks to pass first, which is fine, but in not in every scenario. You gotta you gotta be offensive sometimes. I mean, that magic loss when oh, they had the yeah. last possession of the game, he was wide open at the top of the key. Didn't even look at the basket, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, didn't even look. <laughs> Just went right back to Steph. They were all over him. Lose the game. Right. It's too obvious, man. And it kind of reminded me of, uh, like, a my player. You know, like, when you play 2K. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the <laughs> this is the vibe I get from the Warriors in crunch time when it's a close game. I get the same vibe as me playing 2K. Like, my my player is always going to have the ball and is always taking the shots. No one else is taking the shots in the last minute of the game. That's the vibe I get with this Warriors this team. Like yeah. War it's always going to Steph no matter Steph what. Steph is not going to... No one should be shooting the ball unless Steph... That's why all these teams are all up in his grill. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not 2K, and they just don't play the same defense all game. Right. They switch it up on him, but... <laughs> man, Draymond's just... Yeah, he's got to shoot better. We need more he's from He's got to score bro. better. As a $100 million man, as a, as a guy who's making, what, 20, 25 per, per year... Yeah, and he barely he, scores 10 points a game. Anyway, he's not even scoring. He's like averaging like six or seven points averaging, a game. Averaging, yeah. It's, that's not enough, man. It's Especially not, in not. a year when you don't have clay. Like, you can easily be that third scoring option. Yeah. Fourth scoring option if you're with, if you have clay out there. But he's not there. They you need scoring. Yeah. And I, going into the season, we talked about this. We talked about how yeah. we really need Draymond exactly. to put up 10, 13, 14 points a game. Hasn't. I Has mean, he done that? You look at the number of assists he put up. He puts up a good amount of assists per game, but then you look at his turnovers, and they're just as high. So for every assist he's given, he's having a turnover. And, I mean, with Steph running the point, you're already going to get about five or six turnovers a game. Add 10 more turnovers from Draymond? Yeah, oh, it's, it's not good. It's, not it's, not, it's pretty it. ugly. Yeah. Uh, so he's got to score more. Yeah, his IQ, his leadership, his presence on the floor, it's, it's felt, and yeah. it's, it's important. But in a year where you don't have your second leading scorer on the team, we need you to pull more weight. And I'm just scared the older Draymond gets, the less, I mean, the less effective you're going to be on defense. And then what do we have for his game? You know? Yeah. He's got no offense. And when his defense becomes slower as he ages, ugh, it's I mean, happen. it's yeah. tough to argue that's a $20, 25000000 million guy. I mean, I don't think he's worth this contract right now. I mean, completely honest. No, I don't think so either. I mean, I love Draymond, bro. Don't get me wrong. I was one of Draymond's biggest fans. Uh, I mean, he does he? Uh, it's a love-hate, you know? He Does he test that relationship at times? Uh, as of, like, last week? Yeah, he really <laughs> fucking tests it. But we just need more from Draymond in this year. I don't think we're going to get him to 10, 12, 13 points a game. I just don't see it happening. I mean, say he, by the end of the year, he averages 10 points a game. And he's, he has, he's averaging 10 rebounds and 10 assists, say. Would you rather keep him there? Or would you rather trade him away for another role player? I mean, I wouldn't trade him for a role player. But after the Hornets starter, game... For another starter. After the Hornets game, I was telling my buddies, like, this team is literally better off with P.J. Tucker. Because he's a solid defender. Yeah, that's I true. mean, I wouldn't say he's as good as Draymond, but he's up there. He's, he's a solid there. defender. Yeah. But he'll give you that offensive production that Draymond's not giving you. Yeah. He'll give you the three-point shooting. He'll give you the inside presence. He'll give you the rebounding. Is he the leader that Draymond is? No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. So, But, I mean, with this Warriors team, someone like P.J. Tucker, who I was big on since the offseason, yeah, yeah. makes sense. Now, is that going to happen? I doubt it. And the Warriors are in this really interesting conundrum where they're trying to go young. You know, Wiseman coming in, Wiggins. Wiggins yeah. They're trying to have this youth movement. But at the same time, you know, keep that big three core with Clay, Draymond, Steph. It, it's such a weird dynamic they're in with, yeah. with Wiseman and Wiggins. And, you know, they're trying to go young, but they're trying to contend. And I think this offseason, they got to they gotta pick one or the other. You know, they got to pick whether you want to go all in on Steph, Draymond, Clay, or if you want to kind of 
move forward with a youth movement and kind of build towards being a contender again in four or five years? I mean, when Clay comes back, I think the answer is obvious, right? You have to go with your core three with Steph, Draymond, and, and uh, Clay. And Clay comes back, you have like a, it's like a four seat or a five seat team. Oh, I think. easily. And, you know, you stick with that team for another two, three years and let Wiseman develop a little bit. I'd say you have one really good shot at making the finals. It's going to come down to whether or not they trade Wiseman. I know his name has been thrown around a Everywhere. lot in the, in the rumor yeah. mill recently. Um, I would like them to keep Wiseman, honestly. But at the same time, like, what would you choose if it be if it's either trade Wiseman, go for a run when Clay comes back, mm-hmm. or if it's keep Wiseman but you kind of surrender winning a title the next two three years? I would keep Wiseman. I would one hundred percent keep Wiseman because I can see Wiseman turn into like an AD type of player. He's starting to shoot those threes, and you can mm-hmm. make them. He's starting to get better uh, dribbling the ball with his decision making. He's not just going to the rim every time. He's finding the open outlet. And he's, his post moves are just, they're there. You know, he's got to work on them a little he's bit. Very, he's very athletic. I very mean, he's, athletic. He's a good finisher at the rim. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he can be like seven, eight feet outside of the basket and just rise up right. and yeah. get a dunk or layup, which is insane. Uh, I agree with you on the on the part where he can be AD. Like, he can develop yeah, into absolutely. an AD. He has that kind of skill set. He's only 19 years old. Yep. He's played three college games and what, like, 10 12 nba games yeah i hate the lamello ball chatter though bro like just come i know it's gonna happen because they went one and two in the draft mm-hmm. or two, and, two three. and three yeah but um i don't know i, I just don't like ugh, the warriors fans who said we should have got lamello kind of it just bugged it me doesn't make sense it because didn't, it didn't if they have lamello let's say they have lamello instead of wiseman and they play out this yard marquis chris breaks his leg looney is always out in and out right. undersized you'll I mean, have draymond i don't even second. like looney yeah. as, as a five let's no. be honest um so what are they gonna do they're going to run that same small ball lineup all season long. It's exactly. not going to work, d- It bro. really didn't make sense if he picked Lamelo. Lo- Lo- like, it just, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, it would have been cool to see on the team. He's probably going to be Steph. rookie of the year. You know, probably. He's probably going to be a great player. I was wrong yeah. about him. I remember we were having our little draft conversation oh, I know. Uh, on you the were... day of the draft, and I wouldn't believe in Lamelo Ball, and I, yeah. I mean, I'm wrong. I, I was wrong about So far, I'm wrong. I mean, long way to go. But so far, so good. So far, it's not but... not looking good for my take on yeah. Lamelo Ball. <laughs> but with... With this Dubs team, it just wouldn't work out. I think. No, I mean, you absolutely. get you get the scoring, we get the volume, but teams like Indiana and like the Lakers, any team with in your conference, any you kind of size, up. honestly, would give the Warriors nightmares, which we saw happen uh, 2014, 2013 specifically when they played the Clippers series. Remember, Bogut went down, Bogut, yeah, no big, so they had to play small the entire series. They pushed it to seven because you have some of the greatest scores, the greatest backcourt on your team. Mm-hmm. But the size eventually crippled. And I think the NBA is going more back to a traditional type of you want at least one solid athletic big man who can stretch the floor. You need it. You need it. Especially with having Steph and Clay as shooters on there, you got to have that big man to stretch that floor. Yeah. I mean, I really want to see the Warriors ramp up that that bench come next offseason. I know know they were really against the cap this year, so it was really, really Mm -hmm. tough to, to build the bench. Um, next year, I'm really curious to see how Bob Myers fixed because this year's bench is it, it's not good. It's not good. It's some it's days it's progress, good. Some days it's uh, most days is actually not good. Yeah. When Steph's on the floor, it's it's pretty heinous. <laughs> <laughs> so with this Warriors team, though, like what do we predict in the offense and when Clay went down? I think I said they were going to be like a six seed, six seven seed, five seed max. Yeah. I mean they're an eight seed right now, and they're they're a couple games. But locked, they're ramping up in the eight seed. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, if they won those two games, they would probably be up at six or five. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about them dropping those two games also is they didn't lose any uh, any uh, ground in the standings. Mm. Uh, I think everyone above them lost, and they, they stayed in eight in round like 
two games in hand from the nine seed. So okay. yeah. that's good. We want to get out of eight though, because you know you have the eight nine playing this year, right? So they want to get out of that eight seed. They want to get up to seven or six, I believe, mm-hmm. which I think they can do. Granted, everyone stays healthy. Yeah, um, it's a fun team to watch though. It's it's. It's a different team than what we're used to, and, and you never know what you're going to get. We were having so. this conversation. I was having this conversation with different Warriors fans, and I yeah. was saying part of it is fun that we don't know that they're going to win every night. When KD was on the team, 97% of the time, like a game like tonight against the Pacers, like we would know what was we gonna were going to win by 15. And let's yeah. say they had an off game, they'd win by like one or two. Right. Every now and then they drop a game because they'd act like they didn't want to be there. Yeah. But... It wasn't really fun, you know, like we knew we were going to Steph and Clay and Katie were going to be sitting by the 10 minutes left in the game, right? Right, exactly. Now you, it's, it's more fun. They're in much more tighter games. Uh, you don't know who's going to win. I mean, I definitely prefer it the other way. Don't get me wrong. But it's, it, as, as a product, it's, it's fun to watch. Yeah. So we've talked a lot of different scenarios, a lot of like would-you-rather situations. So let's keep that going into our uh, new segment no, that we're no, starting. No speaking of uh, on so, this transition. Well, speaking of would-you-rathers, let's go into would-you-rather. Oh, was that better? It. Was that? <laughs> damn it. I'm sorry. I tried, guys. I really tried to get them to transition differently. I was doing so well I fucked it, it up. I fucked it up. I know, man. Look at you. All right. So <laughs> how's this going to work? All right. So we each have three would-you-rathers that we haven't told each other. So we have no idea what is coming up or what's being asked of us. So it's going to be interesting. So do you want to go first? All right. I'll go first. Right, I'm scared. All right. The first would-you-rather I have... Would you rather be Dixie D'Amelio's publicist for the rest of your life or be a yes man for Bryce Hall at PAU for four years? Like anything he does, you just say yes. Oh, fuck that. No, that, that's awful. So Bri- you okay, be- so Dixie D'Amelio's publicist. So I'd be in constant contact for her. Recording all her like TikToks, you know, being her. Oh, that's for a year. Kind of being like her bitch boy. No, for the rest of your life. Oh, rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> That changes things. <laughs> or be uh, Bryce Hall's yes man. For four years. Until you graduate from PAU. So not only am I like partying and getting fucked up for four years, I have to also do whatever he says. Yeah, you look at his vlog, you know, and he does like all these like pranks and shit like with yeah. his friends. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah. always say yes. And you know he's going to come with some like dumbass ideas like in those four years. As much as I think Dixie's annoying and monotonous and like just boring as a person... I hate Bryce Hall so much to the point <laughs> that I would probably punch him day one, like in the face. What if like the first day he's like, oh yeah, we got to like wax your pubic hair. No, I'm punching him straight, <laughs> straight in the throat. I'm just like, like a snake, like just a snake jab to the throat. No, I'd fuck him up. I'd have to go Dixie D'Amelio's publicist for the rest of my life. I think, I think I do. I do the Dixie D'Amelio yeah. publicist. I think that's a, that's a solid, that's a sage choice. I mean, I think, with Bryce Hall, it's a wild card, man, but it's only for four years. Yeah. Yeah. I, but no, no, no. There's, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I thought of, I rethought about it for a second, but I was like, nah. All right. Here's my first one. I also have Dixie's value on this one. <laughs> Damn. Do we have like, are we like obsessed with her? Does she live rent free in our heads? <laughs> <laughs> she might. Like she, I think she is. Dude, it's like her third appearance on oh, the show. God. All right. Would you rather be forced to have a one hour in-person conversation with Dixie D'Amelio every single day or rep the Dodgers every single day for the rest of your life? Like rep the Dodgers, like what? Like wear a jersey or hat? Like wear a jersey day? or a hat every day, or talk to Dixie for an hour every day? Yeah, I'd rather talk to Dixie for an hour every day. Really, it's only an hour, bro, for the rest of your life, though. I mean, she's kind of cute too. Like, it's 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 better. Those conversations would go dry real quick. I don't think you understand like how much I like have dismay for the Dodgers. I don't think I, 
I don't know. I just I know too many Dodgers fans who've spoken too much shit in my life to <laughs> to be on that side for the rest of my life. Nah, dude. One okay, hour. Okay. One about, hour isn't bad, bro. How about I can, rep, I can rep the Dodgers every single day for a year, or have a one hour in person conversation with Dixie for the rest of your life. All right, I'll do the Dodgers for a year. You do the Dodgers for a year? Yeah, I mean, for the rest of my life is is that's a tough one. But if it was Dixie, to, it was like both of them for the rest of my life. I'd probably talk to Dixie for like an hour a day for the rest of my life. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Maybe we'll we'll hook up one day. You never know. Okay. <laughs> Drop a little bit. It's fine. I'm good. It's not that bad, bro. She's not like ugly. Like, she's just boring, like and talentless. But it's not like she's ugly. <laughs> she's not ugly. <laughs> Fair point. I'll give you that one. All right. This is now let's, you know, let's make things a little bit tougher as if the first one wasn't tough. Would you rather give up spices in your food or spice in your sex life forever? Spice in my sex life? Like, what does that mean? Like, like you just have like really shitty like sex for the sex? rest of your life. Yeah. Or give up spices in your food for the rest of your life. Spices in my food. <laughs> oh, shit. So you're going to be having some bland uh, ass chicken and rice every day for the rest of your life. Oh, just God. so you can like do some so cosplay. You, <laughs> <laughs> you brought up the cosplay. <laughs> just for, uh, <laughs> just for clarification, that was a misunderstanding on one of our episodes. I'm not into cosplay. <laughs> you're not going to get handcuffed to the door or anything. But, uh, <laughs> you're not going to, you're not willing to give that up. <laughs> You're revealing the shit out of exposing me right now. <laughs> now I'd rather wait. So bland chicken or bland food just for the give rest up, of my like life. There's never going to, you're never going to have spices in any of your meals for the rest of your life. Whether I go out or cook at home. Yeah. Like, the, like, oh shit, it eats here. Guys, no salt in this one. Fuck dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go no spices in my, in my food. Okay. Big, big sex guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's fair. I, I probably that's go. Tough. That's a good one, though, yeah, right? Yeah, it's fucking. Ah, it's a I tough almost one. thought about no sex, but or no spice in sex, but. But think well, once you get to like ah. 65, 70, like sex isn't really a thing. I and hear then, that it gets even spicier after like seventy. <laughs> Who are your sources? Well, <laughs> just things that I hear, like from other <laughs> other people. Who? <laughs> 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 Other podcasters that I listen to, that they, they, this is a topic on on one of the podcasts I listen to. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And they were saying that sex, like people get more into it and like like they get their sex drive back like at 70 or 80 and it gets spicier 80 yeah or like 70 <sighs> i don't they know, said 80 bro. but i think 70 I'm saying <laughs> you mean alive at 80 like damn bro we'll, we'll definitely be alive at 80 i hope well yeah but, on wood. <laughs> yeah i mean i don't that's a i don't know about that no i'm gonna have to do a little bit more research on the on the sex drives oh, yeah, of elderly. Because every time I'm watching sports, bro, like there's the Cialis and Viagra commercials thrown in your face because old ass people are watching it. So I'm well, assuming I mean, your sex drive your sex takes drive a hit and you probably want to enjoy food more <laughs> towards the end nah, of your nah, life. Nah. You, your sex drive comes back, but you still have issues. So that's why you need the Viagra and Cialis. You see what I'm saying? Like that's why those it's so popular. I guess. I mean, I'll just move on. Bro. Now I have this like <laughs> image of like 80 year olds fucking and I just don't. <laughs> I just don't want that image in my head anymore. <laughs> oh my God. I never had that image. I don't know how you. <laughs> hey, we're talking about 70 and 80 year old sex drives coming back. What are you thinking about? <laughs> bland ass chicken. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Would you rather date your best friend who knows you really well, good and bad, or date someone random, but get a fresh start to recreate yourself? 
it depends on who is the random person. Is it just like random? Like, it's this you know, random person that you're really like FIFA with. pack, like random. Like it could be a, it could be the ugliest <laughs> fucking person or it can be like, you know, team of the year, like Megan Fox. Like, I don't know. It's a, uh, no, no. It has to be like a goal to team of the, is it like goal to like, like blue? A like a rare goal, like a rare goal to like a blue team of the match. Okay, so possibly it's, one team it's a year. good looking person. Oh, oh, yeah. That's all we're gonna. That's yeah, all yeah. I need to know. Okay, but like you connect with this person too. But like, what's the random like aspect of it? Like, you just they, they know nothing about you, so you have a chance to just kind of recreate yourself or date your best friend who like really knows everything about you, good and bad. Uh, that's a tough one. And is this best friend like? I don't know. I just need to. <sighs> this is tough. I'd probably say. It depends where I'm at in my life, you know? Like, if I'm, like, 36 and I'm, like, fuck, I'm running out of time, like, it'll definitely go with the best friend. But okay, say this is, like, a year from now. Ooh, that's you're, tough, You're bro. 27. 26, calm down. Well, a year from now, you're 27. <laughs> no, we'll say you're still 26. Okay, um, I consider myself a spontaneous guy. I'd go with the random. You go with the random? Yeah, I'll go with the random. I'm, I'm a spontaneous guy. I like to, to gamble a bit. Let's see what happens. But the connection might not be as good. You're right, but I'm willing to take that risk, you know. Okay. Or be, or be like 45 and you know single. No, I, 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 <laughs> I get you there. It definitely depends on who the best friend is and who the random is. I, I get what you're saying because, like, it's kind of boring. Know, just, like, you know, at least like you know who's been like your best friend up until now. Yeah, yeah, up until now. Uh yeah. I I go with the random. Go with the random. But if you ask me this question when I'm like 10 years, I'll probably go with the best friend. Just to, that's I'm yeah. running out of time. <laughs> like shit, let's just someone do it. Let's needs just to say it. yes. <laughs> do it for tax purposes. Like <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, no, I, I think I'd agree with you there. My final would you rather? Yeah. Would you rather be known as the bachelor with a foot fetish? So like Colton style, like every preview, like feet. Oh, every shit. date, there's like feet thrown into it. <laughs> like like you're like Dan Schneider's like your producer that season, <laughs> or. Would you rather be on The Bachelorette as like the worst villain to ever exist? Like worse than Victoria. Oh, shit. I hate when people hate me. I'm <laughs> such a people pleaser. I would hate that. I'd rather go with the, the guy who, who's known for liking like foot fetishes. Is that what you said, right? Your whole, it's like three months of your life, you know, on TV yeah. for America to see like you just love feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to go with that, dude, because I hate... I hate the thought of people like not liking me or hating like the shit out of me. That's fair. I have that. I, I know that feeling. I, yeah. I feel with you. Like literally like sometimes I'll, I'll meet someone new or like, you know, even like a friend that I've known and like, they can just say like, bye, like over text, like no, like without <laughs> like any like thing. And I'll be like, dude, you fucking like hate me now? Me? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just one E. That's like, like a really Persian <laughs> thing. I think for like, like culturally wise, at least for me, yeah. that's a de- like, we are definitely like people pleasers. And oh like, yeah, the, yeah. Just having the idea of someone not liking us for some, whatever reason, it's just like, oh my God, what's wrong it's with like me? Shit. I stress over. I, like under, it, I understand it, it. Yeah, yeah. So definitely the, the foot fetish thing for All three right. months. My yeah. guy into my guy big time into feet. Definitely not into feet. I would just choose it over people hating me. <laughs> just want to make that clear. All right, what's your last one? All right, would you rather get stuck in an elevator with your ex, or with your partner and their ex? Clarify, partner and ex. Like, would you rather be stuck in an elevator with you and your ex, or would you rather be stuck in an elevator with your like? girlfriend and their ex Ooh, and this is like a four-hour ordeal because you're stuck in this elevator oh shit um damn that's a hard one that's a really fucking hard one because like i already have trust issues to begin with and so now you're throwing in my my partner and partner's ex. ex yeah you know what i'd probably choose my ex like but i wouldn't like talk to her at all 
I would wow. literally just like stare at the wall for four hours or be on my phone or pretend to be on my phone for four hours. I guess we have no service. That's yeah. Fair enough. Fair Cause enough. I just like just the idea of like your partner's ex there. Cause then I'm going to be thinking about like what happened what to happened me. At, yeah. Right. So then I'm going to be like, Oh fuck. So I have as long, I mean, if I have to like just deal with that, like head on, yeah. just, I feel like I'd be more comfortable with that. Cause I know where that stands and I don't know where, I mean, I'm assuming you trust your partner and everything, but I just, the anxiety of just being there knowing like, you know, this guy was fucking her. Like, I don't know that. Yeah. That's, it's kind of rough. That's bro. rough. That's I would, rough. I would definitely choose my ex too. Yeah, yeah definitely. 100%. That's 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 a good one though. Shit, dude, that's a really dude, good yeah, one. I would hate. Imagine just like, okay, it's awkward enough being with your, your like girlfriend or boyfriend and seeing their their ex like running into them at the grocery store. Now imagine that, but like times five hundred, so it's like four hours. I've never had to deal with you know my current partner having like their ex, you know, still be like on good talking terms or anything. I feel no, like every either. person I've dated like they don't really talk to their ex. Mm-mm, same. So. I mean, assuming in this scenario that, you know, they're still on speaking terms, which uh, I will be actually very apprehensive well, actually, I, yeah. to begin <laughs> with. First red flag right there. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I'd even be jumping into a relationship with that. But no, I would rather face my, my ex head on. I mean, not really. I mean, I would be like back turned to her looking at the wall kind of thing for four hours. Uh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's, there is no way that- with con- your ex, yeah. <laughs> there's no conversation going to be there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I expect nothing. We're going to bury that hatchet if I'm forced to stay with you. <laughs> Um, okay, really, really good would you rathers. And then you had me thinking oh, yeah. we gotta do that again. I like that I like fun, that. Right? I like yeah. that. I like that. We gotta do that again. Okay, so we're talking Definitely. about exes, we're talking about relationships, talking about foot fetishes and the bachelor, whatever. Let's go into the bachelor since Let's we've already talked about it a bit. We're down to three. All right, we're down to Brie, Michelle, and Rachel. And as Serena was one of your favorites I off know. the board, so it's not looking good for Michelle in two weeks because we don't have uh, we don't have an episode. We have the woman tell all. Yeah, not woman tell all. Sorry. Uh, yeah, the woman, woman tell all. Woman tell all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was mixing right? it with the after the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah woman yeah, tell woman all. Tell all. Yeah, that's next week. So, three left. What did you think of the hometown episode? I thought it was good. I thought it, I didn't think it was it was a little bland at some parts, but definitely made up for it on other parts. I think the dates were kind of like, eh, the, the ones that the girls, picked. I actually didn't like the episode at all. I thought it was, you like didn't really like it at all. The last like 15 minutes, like when the whole oh, okay. Serena breakup happened, yeah, yeah. that, I mean, sure. But just the hometown dates were all like, ugh, like I know boring. what was, what did Michelle do? The, the bike ride and the, uh, her class, her kids classroom. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. I, well, that was cute. I, I was, it was I like, that. it was cool. Yeah. Um, Michelle, to me, she looks like, I don't know. She doesn't look 27 to me. She looks like she's 37. <laughs> she looks really? a little older. She does look a little older. I want to say 37, maybe, she, maybe like 32, <laughs> I want to say 37. <laughs> okay. She looks mature for her age though. She's, you can tell that she definitely, well, yeah, she is. She definitely, you she, can tell she's you, the older one oh, yeah. out of the three left. Yeah. Yeah. I think her and Serena were on the same level of like maturity. Serena just didn't know if she was ready or not, which is very mature of her. Very like, mature. She of her. Wasn't, yeah. Like just going to go dive nose in head first head into first this thing she's have like it not work out. yeah yeah i serena grew on me honestly i i wasn't really big on her the whole i mean I didn't, it's not like i didn't like her but like i was yeah. just like i don't know much about this girl i don't know i don't see the connection but like when she left the last like 20 30 minutes like she was on the show yeah i really like liked her Dude, a she's lot she's the most normal person most normal girl on the show yeah hands down easiest normal genuine person and like whew, Matt was, he got rejected, dude. Like, dude, he was hurting his ego. Like the the girls I was watching it with, they were like, his ego is hurt right hurt. now. And I'm yeah. like, shit, mine would be too. Like, he just put it out all on there, and she was like, I don't see. She it. She was like, nah, <laughs> that's tough. But I mean, he's been doing it the whole fucking season. I know. So I think it's. A good I think time. he actually likes her. I think he would have picked her. I honestly think that he would have picked her. I feel like that's the vibe the producers try to give you, like every single. 
almost every season, right? Yeah. When you get to the final four, the final three, there's always like that one person who leaves on their own terms. And right. then the and guy, really fucks and you, the, they give you the, the vibe guy. like, oh, I really liked you. I would have chosen you. Sometimes they even flat out say that. Say that, For yeah. example, Colton's season when Cassie left. Mm-hmm. No, but I think like now that she's gone, that she did that, Matt just wants her even more because he knows he can't have her. You know, the classic guy. That's, yeah, and that's, just, that's just the thing, dude. We really just like the people that yeah, we, we think we think we can't have, like exactly. that are like out of yeah. our reach. Like right. we're just way more attracted to them. And then it sucks. It's really shitty because like once you get, get with that person, if you're lucky enough, it kind of wears off over time. Like Absolutely. I wish I wish that feeling kind of like stuck forever because it's like a, it's a cool feeling like when you kind of like, you know, conquered the mountain. Oh, yeah. It's like that lust feeling of just like, you did it, you know? Yeah. Which, so, like, when she left on her own terms, I'm pretty sure, like, he was more, like, attracted to her even more. Because he's he like, was. oh, fuck, like, it's not an easy layup, you know? Like, she's she's tougher to get. Yeah. And she was there at the Women Tell All, right? Yeah. And so so was Matt. And I think they showed, like, some preview. I don't know <laughs> if they sure were... Are you sure that was Matt? I'm pretty sure that was James Harden who came out there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that beard? <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, my God, He was God, looking like James dude. Harden, dude. He was looking like James Harden. <laughs> like a skinny-ass James Harden. That, like beard, that beard was, was just as thick as James. Like I at least clean it up, dude. Like I'm, yeah. I, I'm all about the beards, bro. You know me. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I love a big I beard. Speaking it. about beards, by the way, this is like the shortest my facial hair has been in in quite some time. I it feel has. like it looks good though. I, I like that. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's but it's shorter. I just, when the barber was done with me, like I, I wasn't, I didn't have a problem. Like if it was any shorter, I might have had a problem. No, you should keep it at that length. You like it? I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm I called it a one and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, good, I like that length. But like my face feels naked, dude. Like this is the lightest my face has felt maybe in like five <laughs> years since the last time I was cleanly shaven. No, I like that. I like that length. I'll keep it. Keep yeah. it in mind. There's more like Drake. Really, I feel like Drake's is a little bit more like scruffier, but it's just like you know more clean, it's clean. lined up. Like it's because yeah. it's because it's lined up freshly. That's why. True, true, true. Yeah. But with like Matt James, <laughs> how do you go on TV with like, kind of homeless? Like a, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. How do you go out on TV looking homeless? At least. Line it up before you go on. Like, it wasn't man. lined up. It was straight like James Harden status. Mm-mm. And you know, you don't have that beard trademark like he does. So you can't pull that <laughs> you off. You can't pull it off. Dude. You need to try something else. Exactly. Ugh, it was not working for him. <laughs> anyway, we got a little sidetrack <laughs> okay. talking talk about beard. Weird ass beard. Yeah. It is. It, it's a bad beard, dude. I, I'm kind of <laughs> not looking forward to having to look at it for, <laughs> for an hour next week. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, Rachel's uh, eating shit date. Where she ate shit skydiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't literally eat shit like what you thought last dude, week. Dude, I don't know. I was, I was on last week. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck I was thinking. But, um, okay, so you would normally skydive, like, for fun, would you say? I'd do it. You would do it? Like, just, I, like, like I mean, to celebrate I'd be, your, like, I'd your be, birthday. like, apprehensive at first, but, I mean, I'd, I'd feel so accomplished after I do it. I think mm. I would. It depends. Like, I wouldn't, like, volunteer. Like, I, not, like, white people shit where it's, like, oh, I'm going to do this for fun. Like, <laughs> Like, if, <laughs> think about it. Have you ever seen like a a diving, like a skydiving instructor of any minority? I feel like all the ones I've seen are white. They're all white. Yeah. yeah. So like those are people who do it for fucking fun. Like you do it like twenty times a day, right? I know. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're all white. There's, You're there's right. no way in hell, like you know, people who immigrate into this country, are like all oh, let's dive out I'm of planes. Be a bro, fuck yeah. yeah. I worked this hard to dive out of planes. Just that's just like a it white person it. thing. I feel like that's true. But if you were with like your potential significant other, like your soulmate. Kind of like the scenario, the scenario I gave you last week where, you know, you yeah. wanted to, it's either you impress or you don't do it and you're kind of a pussy. Yeah. I mean, if it comes down to it, I'll, I'll be a pussy and not jump out of the plane. Damn. I would do I, it. I hate heights. That's bro. the difference between me and you. I mean, I was, I'm scared. I wouldn't say I'm scared of heights. I was much more scared of heights when I was a kid, like roller coasters. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was not a thing for me when I was growing up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think when I got into high school, at least the roller coaster aspect of it 
kind of got over it. Uh, drop zone still kind of gives me the little the heebie-jeebies. Let's call it. Let's call yeah. it. It still kind of does. Even though I've been on it a few times. Yeah. If I were to like go to Great America next year, I would still like feel like the butterflies like oh, even though I've done this before. I'm would, like, you would do fuck. it again though. I mean, if I was like with my significant other and she's gonna be like, you're a fucking pussy if you don't do it, I'd be oh, like, okay. all right, I'll do it. My my male ego would get the best of me and I'd so, do you know, it. I, w- I wouldn't even think about it. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I'm a pussy. Sorry, like I'm not gonna do it. Nope, Damn. not today. I, when I was 11, I went to Disney World in Florida and I went on the Tower of Terror. My uncle and my sister I've forced that, me. I've been on that ride. It's a good one, but shit, dude, I was crying before, <laughs> during, and after. I was 11, that maybe one, 12. That one isn't as bad though. The only part that's bad is like before they drop you they just like kind of i think that sliding door opens so you yeah, see how like high, see how, but then they yeah. close and then you just drop down right right i don't think it's the worst thing in the world drop zone it's like it's all open. you're out open bro yeah. i can fucking see san francisco <laughs> straight that's ahead levi stadium terrifying. nice view up there of it yeah no no thank you yeah i mean drop if zone it was an scary. ultimatum like my sleeping other was like if you don't jump out this plane like we're, we're done we're not gonna work it's not gonna work out like That's, I need someone who's adventurous. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm adventurous, but like, fuck, jumping out of a plane, dude. Like, like no. cosplay adventurous, not, <laughs> not drop zone adventurous. <laughs> That's a different ultimatum. I, I'd much more do that than jump out of a plane, bro. That's, like, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, with her though, she like ate it, dog. Like that landing, dude, she face planted. But I also hated how they edited that scene because they didn't just put enough due diligence into it. it just felt so rushed like one second she looked like she had like a serious like a concu- like she had to be concussed bro I there's think so. no doubt in my mind that you make that kind of impact on the ground and not be concussed and not face any kind of injury and like, i think she was like did you see her hair and like it was all fucked up it was her face looked swollen and then the next scene like literally the next scene they're like oh my god like you're so much courage and like i love you how like i almost lost you and i'm like no 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 there was at least like no. a, an hour of you know medical, medical attention, attention and yeah. i wanted to see like that you don't have to show it for like 10 minutes but you know a little bridge in between you know yeah. them saying they love each other versus like straight ahead like she falls now they're sitting and talking yeah. It's definitely not happening. Because when they first, like, she first rolled over, she had, like, grass in her mouth and, like, all of her, her hair, hair was all messed and up. And they cut and it's, like, perfect. Yeah. And then, like, when they went, when she went to her hometown, like, with her parents. Yeah. Her face, like, swollen, dude. Yeah. Like, it it was. Look normal. The, the makeup and everything. She yeah. even said, like, she oh, said, there's yeah. a lot of makeup. But give us context as the viewer. Yeah. You know, I know it's not going to look good on her, but I mean, you can't just skip over that. Right. I don't think you just can. I think her back was really fucked up, too. She hit that shit hard. She hit legs first, and then she just went. I wanted to down. know the injuries, dude. Like yeah. you can't, you can't just have a skydiving accident and just you know brush over it like what they did. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, you almost died. All right, we're much closer now. All right, let's go meet your parents. Like I, just, it just didn't make sense. That it doesn't just, make sense to me. Nah. Also, if uh, if that happened to me and I came back to my parents and I told like my mom about it, <laughs> she would like sue the fucking skydiving company. All right, Absolutely, her mom yeah. was like, oh my god. I was like, okay, that's interesting between like your mom and like you know brown moms. Brown mom. <laughs> my mom would like be on the phone like with litigation, ready to sue the fucking company. <laughs> That's so true, though. It's just like she's like, oh my so god, wow, you like almost died. It was a big deal. Yeah, like if I, my mom first of all would probably not even let me skydive. Like I'd have to do it like behind her back. She wouldn't. Even, she wouldn't even let me go uh, parasailing when we were in Mexico. You wanted to go parasailing? It's not that. I mean, it's cool. You just, oh. it's so slow, bro. You're just like chilling up there. It's not like skydiving where it's, you're just falling out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, at it's least a little it's, different. I was a parasailing. Yeah. You're just like chilling up there. But you're still up there. It's a that's, it's a th- it's a difference. I don't know. I can't do it. I can't it's, do it. it. That's come on, bro. Okay, if if your girl was like come skydiving with me, and if you don't like, you know, 
it's not gonna work i'm not skydiving sorry parasailing you mm-hmm. do parasailing parasailing it's like off a hill but you're like holding on to the thing no right? you're like it's like a boat it's like a boat's in the in the water oh. and it's it's driving and you're i'm thinking paragliding up. okay yeah, I think you're thinking about paragliding. Okay. No, not paragliding, just parasailing. When so you're, you're on a boat. You're, the boat is connected. There's a wire connected up to the, the thing at the top that you're sitting on, and you're just literally gliding at the top. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do that either. <laughs> Dude, I hate heights. I <laughs> hope whoever like you're dating is not into that kind of stuff, <laughs> because if she is and you don't do it, <laughs> I feel bad for her being alone by herself. I watched actually an episode of Are You the One, and they did like parasailing, I think. And the guy, the guy, the girl was supposed to be on the date on didn't yeah. go up there. So the guy who she was used to be like fucking with on the show went with her. What about that in that scenario? Oh, dude! At that point, if if that's what it comes down to, then yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't work out. The, oh it wow! You out. so you let the ex go up with her? Yeah, fuck it, dude. dude I'm not I'm not yeah. going up there, dude. I will literally <laughs> scream, cry, shit my pants, piss myself before I go up there. Like anything above like ten feet. I'm no. thinking uh, when I climb ladders and I get scared. When COVID is up, I'm thinking that we have to do a, a fantasy bachelorette. That if you lose, we gotta get you on a on a roll like on Top Gun, a Great I just, America. I just wouldn't and agree. We to throw that. like a GoPro <laughs> on you. You just gotta go on it once, and oh, you would get you'd, you'd be viral, dude. I think you'd go viral. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, with Rachel's date. Mm-hmm. It was kind of boring. And what was that fucking car she was driving in the beginning? That little dune buggy oh, the, thing? What like was that? Three wheel. Yeah, what yeah. was that car? Everyone got normal ass cars except her. Except, yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck that was. It also felt like a scene of Get Out when he had like the blindfold on and they were like driving. <laughs> and she's from Georgia. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're like in the woods and fucking like God knows where. He's got blindfold on and she's driving. That was like get out vibes, like extreme like get out vibes. Alert, red alert was like going off in his head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were telling me earlier how you thought Rachel was Persian. I she looks Persian. Well, because of her you said her dad looks her dad Persian. looks Persian. Yeah. Know, dad she either looks <laughs> Persian or like she's like half, half Persian her, or like her half dad looked like he was related to like the Sopranos, dude. <laughs> really? Dude, he looks so Persian or Indian. Uh, to I don't me. know. Well, maybe I don't know about Persian. He just looks so he looked Italian to me and they're, they're probably they probably Italian are too. Italian, honestly. But she's not white, like hundred percent. Really? No, she's definitely not. She's mixed she she's mixed with something, dude. I'm telling you. You really think she's mixed? I yeah. don't think she is. I think Dude, her last name's Kurt Connell. Oh, I know that. I'm saying maybe her dad's like a quarter something else or half something else. Yeah, I could see that. You That's know? a possibility. There's uh, no way then, she's 100 I know this is the point of a preview, like showing her dad's a hard ass and it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But they just edited it so poorly, dude. Like they, they let us on so badly. Yeah. Every hometown was similar as fuck they maybe, maybe serena's same. parents were actually like nicer and like more yeah. more forthcoming than all yeah. the other ones yeah they definitely were but was, they were all so boring yeah it was Bree's mom and rachel's dad that were like kind of the hard asses but they weren't even that bad it wasn't like, it wasn't I've even seen way harder yeah, it's been on way the, worse on the hometowns yeah and it was just a boring episode dude and i feel like i like the drama i like how they added more drama in this season I but i think drama but yeah. i think they went a little too much with it like they just went full drama and it's kind of they're facing the repercussions in these later episodes where we haven't really seen the connection he's built with these women right and right. so when it comes to the hometowns like as a viewer when that connection isn't there like you haven't seen it it's really hard for you to kind of think oh this is a monumental moment that oh, he's yeah. meeting the parents because we haven't really seen how they've connected in the past like rachel They've been on a couple dates, you know, one-on-one. He bought some expensive shoes. It looks superficial, all these dates. Yeah, bought some expensive shoes for her, but I didn't really see, like, a deeper connection more than, you know, oh, she's really hot. 
Yeah, the only connection I saw was really with with Brie and with Michelle. Michelle, yeah, and even yeah. with Brie, like that wore off over the entire like a little he bit. Didn't even yeah. see Brie for like the whole middle of the season. Yeah, we never saw anything. Yeah, we didn't well, see we her until yeah. like literally the hometown last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, and I know Michelle probably has the strongest connection out of the three, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, well, what that's, with what we've that's seen. what they've showed us. Yeah, with, exactly. Like, how it was like a rocket fuel, you know, kind of start like off yeah. the bat. Uh, it's it's tough, dude. I mean, that's where they fumbled the bag this season. Just. I think really so. focus. I like how they focused on drama, but they just did a little bit too, little much. Bit too much. They need to dial it like just a one or two steps back. I like the. I like what they're doing with the drama. Like I need to see more drama. Sorry, like this photo is about to fall, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I heard that. Yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't want to look. Though. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, are we gonna have like an accident here?" Uh, anyways, yeah. So the drama's good. I like drama, but they just went too much on it. I think, in my opinion, take a step back to the connections a little better. The whole Victoria and MJ and Anna drama was. Phenomenal. It really hooked it me. Was it was phenomenal, but good. they just focused on it a little. Like, there little was episodes much. where like you spend like an hour 30 on it. Yeah. And I, I like the drama. I want to see more drama. That's what hooks me in. Like, the, right. the connection stuff, you know, I know we have to do it, but I honestly prefer more drama, but they just didn't really do anything. with. And I think I realize now why we need more of like the, the mushy, gushy mm-hmm. stuff. I'm a sucker for romance, so I fucking love. Oh, I know, all I know you are. I, you know, I am yeah. <laughs> sucker for that. Mr. Romance. Candlelit dinner over here. <laughs> Uh, air fryer meaty wraps oh yeah dude <laughs> oh my god i thought you were also gonna like get a corona bottle and put like a candle in the corona <laughs> bottle extreme thing? oh yeah one of our homies did it bro james did it oh james that's Remember? right yeah i don't think we brought it up when we interviewed him no but we should have damn with his girlfriend he's with like, I think, like four or five years now Probably longer than that now yeah yeah he <laughs> i remember he like got a candle but a corona bottle like extreme college dorm vibes right like that's where the date was it was in, yeah. his, it was in cvb in his dorm yeah yeah and so <laughs> that's when i thought that's an aesthetic though that's that's pretty I don't know, for a college date, like a college first date? Yeah, I know. You like have your candle at dinner. Your Saturdays are for the boys' flag. is draped right behind you. <laughs> Old row, like right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the So the hometowns, I think we agree, were kind of, yeah, eh, And it's because eh. they didn't show enough of the connection stuff early on. Yeah. Let's see how the final three end up. Uh, I hope it's good, but I don't know. It's tough, man. When you haven't really shown how they've built these connections earlier on, it's going to be hard to have the viewers connect with these relationships. I know. Unless there's like a miraculous connection that happens in these fantasy suites. I don't know I how it's going to go. I think what's going to be better though, and probably the best episode potentially, which normally in my eyes isn't, is the woman tell all next week. I think, yeah, I'm looking forward Usually to that. Usually I don't look forward to men tell all, women tell all, because I just mm-hmm. think it's always the same and it's always surface level stuff. But this year, Oof. Juicy a drama. A lot to unpack. You got a one girl saying she's an, making up a lie that she's an escort and trying yeah. to slander her name on national TV. You have like all the bullies. You have Victoria who didn't even seem fucking real on the show. <laughs> you have Chris Harrison who you're going to see who like behind all of this, you know, there's this little yeah. thing. There's this, uh, a scandal going on about the interview we had with Rachel Lindsay, Rachel, yeah. which I believe they filmed the woman tell all. Before, before all that happened so that's gonna be mm, a, little a little weird, weird to see as a viewer how do they edit that yeah it's a little weird yeah they, ha- they won't address it there's no way they, they would they i feel like but. at least with rachel in this season they might have edited like yeah i might have had gone into post and edit a little more and be like oh like this we can't keep this in because right. of you gotta know, be careful what happened yeah i think they, they had to go back and edit more of these episodes i think i think you can tell that's why there's a lot of editing that was done like more than usual that's why I think all the curveballs they were thrown this season. They, yeah, they had to edit it differently if they didn't want the show to like go off the air. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Especially 
after like all the news broke with Rachel and all, all that controversy. Yeah, the whole Chris Harris yeah. and stuff. But the woman tell all is gonna be good. Like there's there's just so much drama. So much drama. I'm <laughs> and so excited. Katie and Serena. Let's see if our girl Serena. Oh yeah. Let's see how she responds. I want to see that. what Katie says because she seemed like really pissed off like the way that her whole thing ended. So I want to see when she comes back how she comes back as Serena because yeah. they didn't really get a chance to you know squash the drama that they had. So. That'll There's a lot of unsquashed drama, which is why this episode is going to be exciting. Oh, Normally, yeah. it's like I said, surface level stuff. This yeah. this year, it's a little different. They went for it. One thing we haven't talked about yet is the woman who sent herself home. That's Serena. We talked about her a little oh, bit. Oh, a little bit, yeah. But uh, how do you think about the date? Really quick before we end the Bachelor, because we didn't really talk about her date. We just talked about her leaving. What did you true. think about her uh, her little Canada date? I thought it was pretty cute. I thought it was the best date out I, of all I three of them. Yeah, uh, I, all four of them. That I was think the best so one. Because it really showed like who she was. I learned shit, bro. Her. Like I like yeah. that. I like how I learned something. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm I, sure Matt did too. If I did. have like this uh, Canadian friend. She was uh, telling me like before the episode aired, she yeah. told me like, oh, like she didn't know that it aired on hasn't aired on the West Coast yet. So she was telling oh. me like, oh, what'd you think about like Serena's a Canadian? I was like, oh, don't tell me, don't tell me. And then I texted her after, and I was like, dude, I learned so much about Canada after that date. Like I knew poutine, but I didn't know you guys had like so many other kinds of foods. And you know, yeah, the flag was eight eight points on the leaf. And yeah, yeah. Some of the slang terms that they used the to. The slang, yeah. yeah. I learned a couple different ones there, yeah. I love how they say uh, process. 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 They don't say process. They say process, process. And instead of about, they say a boot. A boot. Or I, get I out. I fucking love that, dude. I don't know why. I just, a boot. I really like that. Process and a boot and get out. I think there's, there's like yeah, way there's, there's more. Yeah, there's way too. more that we, yeah. They had other, what was the, the hat called? What was it called? Oh. I forgot. What did Matt call it? He called it. He called it something sled, else. whatever the yeah. sled's called. Because the person I was talking to, she was telling me, uh, "Did you know this?" And I was like, "I had no idea. I didn't know you guys had so much slang and different kinds of foods. Like I thought the only Canadian yeah, food was like poutine, poutine <laughs> and, and maple syrup and yeah, and Canadian bacon, bacon, bacon. Yeah, yeah. It was that was a fun date. I enjoyed yeah. it. I learned a lot. Uh, kind of whack how they gave him figure skates to play hockey in. Mm. As as a former hockey player, I, I wouldn't notice that. As a former hockey player, I was like that. It's kind of shitty, like playing hockey on figure skates. That, that's kind of rough. Skates are <laughs> skates to me. I, I, I had to notice that. But I noticed that. That is kind of shitty. But we're talking about foreign women, right? So Serena's from Canada. Different ethnicities. Yes. Yeah. We haven't done rule of thirds in a long time. It's been like almost a month. It's been a yeah, long time yeah. since we've done a rule of thirds. How about we do a rule of thirds on the, t- as you said earlier in our intro, mm-hmm. the top three foreign ethnicities you would date. I like that. Like it. I like, I like that, that one I like too. That one. Yeah. Time for our uh, female audience to learn about our types. Get a little more. I mean, I don't, I don't really have a type, but if, you know, gun next to my head, you better name your fucking type. I'm going to say bad bitch. Every this time. is what I would. Yeah. Bad bitch is the only thing that I like. Oh, yeah. Extreme like 2015 vibes. <laughs> yeah. Take me back to those times. <laughs> uh, all right. Top three foreign ethnicities you would date. Do you want to list all three first or you want to do one by we'll, one? We'll go one by one. Okay, for sure. Why don't you kick us off? Because I kicked off the last one. I got my number one is uh, Persian women. Oh, the homeland. The homeland. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. I, I said Middle Eastern, but that was a little too vague. So yeah, when you yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you started when we started this, you like just named like I mean, regions. regions. You, didn't, yeah. you didn't name specific countries. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're going. We're going, <laughs> we're going Persian as my number one. Have you ever dated a Persian girl? I did. No, I haven't. Okay, if, when you're the, like that's why if, it's number one. If that time comes. I have a lot of advice for you. Uh, <laughs> Just be careful, you know. Be the first person I come talk to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I remember, I think one of our episodes, a few episodes ago, I said like per, like full Persian woman, like hit or miss, or just Persians in general. Just general. Hit are, or miss. Are hit or miss, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you're going to end up with someone that's a hit. Uh, there's a couple things to keep in mind, you know. Okay. Like they, they love their all black. They love their Louis Vuitton. I know that. Some yeah. can be very, not all, like let's be clear right now before we get into the segment, before <laughs> we get canceled. Let's not get canceled. This is 
these are not these are generalizations this doesn't mean all the people of this ethnicity are like this with that being said you're persian so it's fine yeah with that being said i'm about to be hella racist to myself (laughs) (laughs) Uh, with that being said um yeah i think like persians at least like you know my friends that are dating them like they can be very materialistic that's one thing you gotta be careful of you know they love their makeup. They love their nose jobs. <laughs> they love wearing black head to I, toe. I have a lot of Persian friends. So I, I hear a lot of the, the inside scoop and the gossip. I grew up with a lot of Persian friends back in high school and middle school. Yeah. And a lot of my friends are Persian. Pros so. though, they love to party, you know. Yeah, they beautiful. can drink. They yeah. can drink. Oh, yeah. Uh, they like, you know, they, they, they're willing to spend, you know, have a good time and spend. They're not going to be cheap. Yeah, so that's true. That, that's always a good thing. Oh, you know, yeah. you're not going to have someone who's they're cheap. They're just fun people too. Yeah, I've exactly. I've noticed that a lot, a lot of my Persian, like, friends, their dads and moms are just fun people to hang out with. And then most, like, Persian women, I'd say, like, very caring. Like, <laughs> beneath that. some of, like, the surface level stuff, like, you might run into, like, Deep down, they they are very caring. They'll look yeah, after yeah. you. They they'll look after your best interests. The good ones, you know. You can always <laughs> date. Ones. You can date a Shaza sons of Beverly Hills Persian, and then uh, I'll bro, pass on that one. I'm I'm good. You're on your own, bro. <laughs> I I can't even save you from that. <laughs> All right, what's your number one? All right, my number one. We're gonna go to South America. Oh, okay. Not a bad place to travel to. I want to travel there. <laughs> How about Brazil? Brazil, Brazilian women. Ooh. Oh my Oof. God! Oof. Wish we had like a fire sound. That we Oof, like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We're getting horny on the show right now. <laughs> no, Brazilian woman, deaf, gorgeous woman, amazing food, amazing oh, beaches. Yeah. From what I see in the photos, I haven't been there. I want to go to Brazil. That's on my bucket list. Oh, my roommate has been there, and he won't stop talking. Your about roommate it. is dating a Brazilian, or your ex roommate is dating. Oh, a Brazilian my ex roommate. Yeah. Your ex well, like, he's engaged. He's, he's like, oh, he's engaged now. He's engaged. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's engaged. He's, he like owns Brazil now. Like, <laughs> he's there right now. I see. Yeah. I I follow their uh their their page like him yeah. and his uh, his girlfriend's page at Bruno Paradigm on Instagram and Facebook. If Wasn't you that like their well, that was one it's of their blog? Yeah, it was one of your one when Sidelight Banter was a blog. Yeah, that was one of your first sponsors. That right? was one of my first sponsors. Was yeah. Bruno Paradigm? So yeah, we, we have a little shout out we were, out there. Yeah, yeah, we were helping each other out. Yeah, a lot of users, users, viewers, don't, or viewers, <laughs> listeners don't know You're that. You're still in blog mode. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of listeners don't know this, but Sideline Banter before it was the podcast was my own sports and fitness blog. Yeah. And then we transitioned that into this podcast that it is today. Little right. little, little history lesson <laughs> yeah. there for the, for the listeners. Little history lesson. Yeah, so Brazilian women, bro, just gorgeous oh, yeah. women. Gor- uh, I was like gorgeous food. I guess the food's gorgeous too. Uh, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. It does, yeah. And they don't, they love to party. Carnival. Oh, carnival. We got to do it once in our we life, gotta go. bro. We got to go. We got to do go. it once we're in going. our life. We'll, but then, we'll team up with Tyler and his fiance. And then we're going to end up with, we're going we're gonna to come out with a couple Brazilian wives, bro. <laughs> like a a, a my, couple? Because my, my friend told me, I had a Brazilian friend. She was from Brazil. She's from Rio. Oh, shit. She was telling me how, you know, they love the American men. Like, you know, when you go down there, you know, oh, different. they got well, they the say money. like the blue eyes is what Tyler was, what Tyler's fiance got. Oh, really? Got Tyler. Yeah. See, that's what I hear. Like if you, the fair skin, the, the blue eyes. She told me like, yeah, Brazilian women, like if you go to Brazil, uh, they love Americans. Oh, yeah. They just, Cause they know they got the, they got the, the, the money, mulab. the accent. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. They're, they're different. Like we're for hella foreign to them. Mm-hmm. So Brazil, we got to travel to it. I want to mind up with a Brazilian woman, bro. That's your, that's your goal. Brazilian yeah. woman. I wouldn't say it's my like goal, but I wouldn't. You wouldn't mind. I wouldn't be opposed. Yeah. The only thing that the, the biggest you know conflict we might have is you know I'm not too big on Brazil's soccer team. I don't think I've ever been like a big Brazilian soccer <laughs> yeah. fan. Yeah, I just think I'm an Argentina fan. So I that wouldn't think, work. Yeah, so yeah. I mean I'm not Argentina, but I just think like some Brazilians like at least with like 2014 World Cup, I was the, just the antics. The antics on the field to me are just a little too much. I get it, bro. Like. It, it's like God and then soccer, like very <laughs> yeah, close number yeah. two, you know, like they very live close. and breathe soccer, which is cool. I love that. But some of their like Neymar's like antics, like 
He bugs me. David Louise, like, fucking just, like, bawling his eyes out after Bro, every think, goal. Like, it's just too much for me, dog. Like, at the end of the day, it's just the game. <laughs> I think one vacation or one carnival or, like, one night out in Brazil, you're not, you're just going to take back everything you just said. Probably, like, bro. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even fucking say that, dude. Are you kidding me? I feel like I'll get stabbed in Brazil if I said that. We'd be, like, deleting this episode. Like, I never yeah, said dude, that. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I end up with a Brazilian girl. We got to delete episode. Oh, we got to go back. Go back. Know, just delete the Audacity and, file. Just yeah. this part. Just this part. And then re-upload. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Brazil, number one for me. Number two for you. I'm going to go Mexican. Ooh, Mexicana. Mexico. 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 I said that weird. Mexico. I had Latina. Kind of racist, on bro. About <laughs> <laughs> to get canceled. I had Latina on here, but that just. Yeah, dude, this guy's Latina, bro. He's got like 35 <laughs> different countries down. Could pick one. <laughs> so, I mean, like, Middle Eastern and like Latina women are like neck and neck for me. So, for I, me too, I had to for me one. too. Oh, yeah. So Persian was number one, and then Mexican number two. I mean, Mexican girls like I just love Mexican they, they, food. The they, culture, the food is amazing. Oh the culture is very similar, I think, to our culture. To so ours, respect yeah. is a big thing. Mannerisms yeah. is a big thing. I love their music, bro. Like reggaeton, reggaeton salsa, oh you name it, bro. Oh, the yeah. music is awesome. They Listen love to, to party. Day. I like tequila. Uh, I like tequila. They <laughs> love. They love tequila. Oh yeah, that's Mexican water, right? <laughs> Uh, yes, Mex. Uh, Mexi yes. And everything about the culture is so similar to like their celebrations and traditions they have. They're not the same, but they're similar to what we have in Nepal and I'm sure in, in same in way Iran in Iran. Too. Yeah, yeah, like we have very similar like respect and you know mm -hmm. respecting your elders and just it, it's at the top, which yeah. is very important. Yeah. And everything's you know centered around family and yes. you know relatives and friends and getting together and celebrating different different uh, traditions and cultures. So I th it's very similar, and I, I I like that a lot. This what drew me to the Mexican culture a lot. And then the music, and of course the tequila, bro. The parties, tequila, the food, the they're they're I, beautiful, bro. Mexican, beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would never get tired of tequila. I mean, I I have a bunch of Mexican homies. I have Mexican friends who are girls. Yeah. They, I just get along with them so well, bro. I think when yeah. we were in our fraternity, like literally seventy percent of our house was like Latino, right? <laughs> Latino, like, yeah. We weren't your typical fraternity like full of white people it was mm, literally like brown. the white people were in the minority in, yeah. our, in our house at least it, it was like 10 percent. it was mainly white. latino honestly yeah it was and i love that dude i got i mean i had like latino friends in, in high school but yeah. i think i got really really close to to the culture and mm. to my friends uh through college and i yeah. really like that and i'm so glad that happened because so you know, i'm so glad i mean growing up i played soccer you know year round growing up from like fifth grade um so having like latino teammates was very common for me and just having the parents on the sidelines, bro, that was the funniest yeah, shit. Dude, they're so passionate. So passionate. They don't, you know, they're yelling in Spanish. I don't know what they're saying, but I know it's funny as fuck. Dude, I want to learn Spanish. Like, I, I do keep, too. I keep putting it off. <laughs> I even, I think during quarantine, I downloaded Duolingo. I was like, I'm going to learn Spanish. I even told some of my, like, Mexican homies. I was yeah. like, dude, I'm going to learn Spanish. We're going to be speaking Spanish to each other. Like, okay, <laughs> okay. I just didn't follow through with it. I need to, though. I, I want to start. You can pick up some some fine one, probably, if you, if you drop the Spanish on them. That's the thing, though. Like, we... True. We could be mistaken, I think, for Latino. I am. I, 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 I know. I've I've been before all the time. Yeah. People think I'm Mex. A lot of people think I'm Mexican. I think Same. it's the beard. I don't know. I think it's just the way and, I look. and the I skin tone. Yeah, skin of course, tone, the skin. Yeah. <laughs> but I get mistaken for Mexican a lot, so I wouldn't yeah. mind just dropping the Spanish on him too. I would. Yeah. I'd be. I'd be I fine. Would, I would like that. That'd be kind of dope. I actually downloaded over quarantine the Mexican dating app strictly for wow. Mexicans. Yeah, bro. Oh, shit. That's how dedicated <laughs> to the cause I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's hella funny. It's okay. called Chispa. Chispa. Yeah. Oh, shit. I downloaded Chispa and, you know, I got to see some pretty Mexican girls on there. But fortunately, Damn. it's mostly like Junti girls. What does that mean? It's like Chola. Uh, Chola Junti. Oh, oh. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> to discriminate. But yeah, that's not what you're looking at. Not the type you're I mean, that's just dating yeah. apps in general. You're not going to find supermodels on, on Tinder no. and Bumble. It's not even just it, like this app. Because <laughs> quarantine is just something to do, you know? 
but that, I'm just saying, dedicated to the cause. I so I can totally see where Mexico comes from for you. Oh yeah. What's your uh, What's your second one? My second one, it's not really foreign. Okay. It's foreign enough. Canadian girls. Canadian Canada. girls. Canada. I'm gonna throw Canada in the mix. Wow. Okay. I Some played French hockey. Canada or like French no, no, Canadian? no. Fuck French Canadian. No, no. Just we're we're, we're gonna go Canadian, from Ontario Canadian. and West. Okay. On. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> they're not gonna. We're gonna cancel out Quebec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're too French. Like they're they're just like French people. Like, have you ever been to like Montreal like or rude? Quebec? Have you ever no, been I've there? Never, never. Okay. I've been there two times. They literally think they're French. Like they don't consider themselves Canadian. They wow. they consider themselves French. They want to consider themselves French. Like they they want to be French so badly. And so you kind of get that. Uh, French ego thrown at you like you they hear you speak English as a foreigner and they kind of like scoff at you kind of rude that's just French people in general like I don't right. know in France that's the vibe I got in France when I was there so you're just a world traveler dude what the fuck <laughs> I just go with my parents dog like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not funding these shows by myself uh but yes Ontario and Westwards is where I would okay I got Canadian girls I played hockey big Fair. hockey fan so I check. love their hockey check yep. uh Tim Hortons mm have you read Timmy's? No, I've heard of it Ooh, though. Good things so, about it. So, so good. I love Tim Horns. It's like their Starbucks. Okay, we'll check. Check that off. And I think the women in general there are just like, they're beautiful. And I feel like the culture, it's it's not American. It's it's mm. similar. Like, you know, we speak the same language, but we have like our own lingo. But the traditions are different. Yeah, completely. traditions are yeah. different. And I don't know. I'm really into like, I want to have, if I don't marry like a Persian girl, like I want to marry interracially. Like, I think yeah, I prefer yeah. that, honestly, if anything, yeah. because I'm I'm really interested in, you know, Expanding that, out and like branching out. Yeah, and kind of yeah. like that cross-cultural relationship where yeah. I love learning new things. I love like being uh, introduced to new things. Yes. So I feel like Canada, it, it wouldn't be like the lane, there would be, wouldn't be a language barrier. Mm -hmm. So that's probably the easiest part. But then we can just learn from each other and just like how the cultures are different between Americans and Canadians. I, I would enjoy it a lot. I feel be, like. Yeah, that's the Canadian woman. Because I mean, you're, you're so close, yet there's so many differences between the two that it, it's really not the same. And yeah. so they, t they take sports very differently than we take sports. They handle celebrating way differently than we handle celebrating. And they're just nicer. Yeah. They're just kind people. Very kind and Americans people. are dicks. So, you know. It's true. Yeah. And yeah. we're assholes. We think we're the best. And, yeah. you know. And Canada's and, and like. We're, and we're not. <laughs> no, we're definitely not the best. And they have really good health care. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Uh, their, their politics are way better. Yes. And I feel yeah. like just. I, I, was, I was speaking to the same Canadian I was talking about. Yeah. Um, they were telling me how. In Canada, they're just more unified in Canada. And they're mm -hmm. telling me how, like, well, at least with this pandemic, everyone's terrified of going outside in Canada. Like, they're all scared. Well, yeah. like, here, you kind of have, like, the younger folks pushing back, like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Where over there, everyone's, like, thinking it's a big deal. On the deal. same page, yeah. And it's crazy, right? Because, like, we're right next to each other. You, you can easily mistake us, you know? Easily, yeah. And for them, like, it's just completely different. I feel like they're way more ahead of us, honestly. <laughs> I think, that, yeah, I think, they I think a lot of the world's way ahead of us and that's why we're assholes for thinking we're the best because clearly we have issues. And that's the way we're like taught in school, literally. Like, Lit Yeah, it's taught. ingrained in our brains yeah, that like we're, we're America, best. this is USA, we're We were 13 best. colonies and we're world power. All these other bitch-ass countries can't say the same. That's like, the, that's how we're taught, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like everybody else has a constitution, independence, you know, like we just yeah. talk about it way more than I would. I, yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd love to settle down in Canada. I feel like if I end up with a Canadian girl too, like I would love that. I would love mm. to, you know, switch over between Canada and the U.S. I'd love to like oh, have yeah. a little like vacation like home. a little like, weekend trip. Like in Vancouver <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. Like, you know, we settle down in like America and, you know, cause I feel like there's more, I would say there's more opportunity here, like in sure. specific like job sectors at least. Right. Right. Like at least in America. So, you know, take advantage of that in America, but you know, we need to get away from the madness in this country every now and then. It'd be nice Still to go north. up to Canada. It's yeah. so peaceful. It's like serene. 
kind people. I'm all give about me a it. reason it's to clean. go to Canada. It's clean. Clean. Canada's yeah. very clean. When I went to Canada, very clean. You give me a reason to go to Canada. I'll visit you in Canada. Bro, we're out. Let's go to you, Canada. Just, I'm down. What are you doing here, bro? I haven't been to Western Canada yet, so we're out. Oh, yeah. I've only been to Toronto hey, and Montreal. Instead of Portland or Denver, we have to Canada. Yeah, That's the next trip. Vancouver. Let's yeah. do it. Fuck. Okay. It's set. Right. set in stone. It's set. All right. <laughs> Number three. Last one. My third and last is Turkish. Ooh, Turkey. Turkish. Turkey. I just went on a date with a Turkish girl. Did you? A couple weeks ago. Wow, how was that? It's okay. Eh, we won't get into it. It's fine. It was okay. Well, okay. <laughs> to clarify, it's not like worst day that, you know, we had an episode of our worst date or something. It, doesn't, it definitely doesn't make that list. It was a nice girl and okay. everything. I mean, it was just surface level, you know? It is what it is. I gotcha. I but no Turkish real. girls, but she's cute. She's very cute. Okay, there we she go. Very cute. I, think I, showed, I think I showed you a photo of her. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You did. You she did. is very yeah. cute. Turkish women are beautiful. They're known for. Being having the most beautiful women and cultures in the world, I looked up lists online and they were like number one on like five out of the oh six. really yeah and so I was like really and I did some research and I was like okay there's a lot of celebrities very similar to Turkish, Persian very similar very similar to Persian, Persian. Yeah. I feel like they're it's like a hybrid of like Arabic and Arabs and Persian like that's what I would get say like Le- Lebanese and Persian it's like a hybrid between Lebanese and Persian I would say I can say that yeah yeah yeah. But they were on top of every list. They're beautiful man. I've been to Turkey. Beautiful woman. You've there. been to Turkey. I have been to Turkey. Oh, dude, what? I fucking hate you. <laughs> you gotta right come. Now. You gotta, gotta gotta travel with the fam here, bro. You gotta come with us. I know. Just hit me up next time. I I'll, got you. I'll be I right got there. you. Yeah. No, Turkey though. Like it's a beautiful country. First and foremost, For, like, Istanbul. Exactly. Beautiful yes. country. Uh, city. Uh, and the woman there. Yes, I agree. Like those. Uh, yeah. Constantinople area I, is is is, is busting with women. <laughs> I've never met a Turkish person though. Really? Never met a Turkish person. Well, just on TV. That's so movies. funny. Persians, like we stereotype Turkish people as like these like dumbasses. Like we have so many Turkish jokes. Like that's like the no way. That's the uh, group of people that we like target in our jokes. They just like these stereotype them as kind of like you know a step behind everyone else. Yeah, kind of yeah. like dumber. So like this is like the itinerary of a Persian party. Ready? So you know you come in an hour late on uh, Persian Standard Time PST. PST. You come course. you come an hour late. You have some appetizers. You get a little drunk. You know you got like, the shots going. You drink. Uh, we blast the music so start playing some music people start dancing people start dancing you have fun time and then you know right when it's peaking you stop abruptly and you have dinner you know we serve you dinner okay uh we make way way more than than needed we're gonna have leftovers for <laughs> weeks to come we eat and then after that you know you have your tea yeah. some desserts and then the music gets busting again we start dancing we start dancing more music more music and then when people start getting tired the music ends we all huddle around, drink more tea, some alcohol, you know, alcohol oh, yeah. or tea, whatever you prefer. Sure, sure. And then the jokes start. And we literally every joke is Turkish jokes. It's like the Turk came here and he said this and, you know, <laughs> it just like, you know, dumb. Like, it's like blonde. Think about it, it's like blonde jokes. That's okay. like the Turkish jokes we Turkish do. Jokes, They're yeah. just like dumb. So everyone's laughing their ass off. Got to make sure no one's Turkish. Especially got to make sure that no one's from Tabriz. Tabriz is the city in Iran that's closest to Turkey. That oh, kind okay, of okay. So they have like a different yeah, yeah. accent. They speak. They they speak Turkish down there, so gotta make sure no one from Tabriz is there. No Turkish people. Yeah, uh, they bust out the Turkish jokes, and then uh, we say goodbye for like an hour and a half. Uh, that's that's Nepali people too. Oh, like yeah. Goodbyes are always the longest part of the night. They start saying hour, goodbye like at twelve thirty, and like literally people are gone to like one thirty two. One thirty two, exactly. <laughs> I I hundred percent feel you on that one. But no, that's like that's like Nepal and like India. Like we make fun of India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like that's so the same shit. You yeah. get the vibes. I, I get you. But I you got to make sure, like, you know, there's no 
half Indians, quarter Indians at the party, or you know, oh, no, they get in some hot shit because these jokes have kind of, they're low key kind of offensive. They, they get bro. they get hot and yeah. they get really really yeah yeah offensive. I hope <laughs> cancel culture doesn't reach the the Turkish and Indian jokes yet. I don't think they will. I don't think soon. they will. Yeah, I think the Eastern cultures are way <laughs> farther behind. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of crazy shit still going on <laughs> in the in the Eastern Hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> what was your uh, what's your last one? What's your third one? All right, my last one. It has been mentioned before. Lebanese woman. Ooh, yes. Oh my god, dude. Yes, yes. Mwah, yes. Gorgeous woman, bro. Lebanese Absolutely. women are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like sometimes you get you know very fair skin tone. They're not as dark as uh, no, they're very as fair. Middle Eastern uh, yeah. people. They're very fair, but they have their eyes, bro. Gorgeous. Like you get green eyes, blue eyes, hazel eyes. Like their eyes are so gorgeous. Captivating. Yeah, yeah. Captivating eyes to look at. And them as a people, bro. Lebanese people, they love to party. That's how they say Heart. Party. party. We love to party. Party. Abibi. Come on, let's go party, Abibi. <laughs> My Lebanese friends, they love to party. Um, so I would love to end up with a Lebanese girl because, again, the, the cultures in Persia's Arabs obviously different, but yeah. we're not that different. I feel like, I feel like culturally, you know, we're talking about elders, respect, mannerisms. Yeah. It's all there. And I think we both love Persians and Lebanese. We love to aggressively party, bro. Uh, oh, yeah. And I hear like Lebanon, it's different than all like other, well, most Middle Eastern countries because in Lebanon, alcohol is legal. So people right. fucking like Beirut, they party, ooh, they party yes. hard, bro. Yep. They, that's from what I hear. They party hard. And uh, I think there was like a Persian community. He had like a joke. He's like, everything they do, no matter what, you go party. It's like, oh, you know, my, my grandpa passed away. I'm sorry, but you're coming to the party tonight, right? Like, we're going to party. <laughs> they, every, like, no matter what. No matter what. Everything's a celebration for the yeah. Lebanese. <laughs> oh, I, I had like three or four Lebanese friends in high school, close close group of friends. And when we all graduated, their grad parties, I've never danced more in my life. I've never been pulled in by more oh, moms bro. or like sisters into the dance like than, than ever before. And it was, the food was amazing. The hospitality was amazing. But the partying, oh my god! Ever, so you've been to an Arab party then before, like a traditional Arab party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have. Bro, their parties—it's yeah. funny. Insane. So, cause like Persian parties, like we said, you know, there's an itinerary, like an unwritten itinerary. Yeah. These parties are very similar, but there's one thing that like caught me that was I thought was really interesting. I went to my homie's grad party. He's not Lebanese; I think he's Palestinian. But the okay. Lebanese were there. Yeah. A bunch of Arabs were there. Everyone, almost everyone, brought their own hookah. And I thought that was such an interesting. interesting dynamic. Like every table had a hookah. And I turned to my homie and I was like, bro, you, there's no way you like own all these hookahs. They're like, nah, bro. Like people bring their own hookahs. I'm like, dude, that's kind of raw. That's kind of lit. Yeah. <laughs> everyone brought their own hookahs. They're like they're smoking the hookah. Arabs love their hookah. BYOH, bring your own hookah. Yeah, BYOH, yeah. bring your own hookah. Damn, that's what okay. it essentially was. Because you know, they can't really drink. So they, right. they'll, they'll, they'll bring hookah. their hookahs. They do tobacco, which is much worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, Arabs love their fucking tobacco. Bro. All, my, all my Arab friends, like they're hitting their jewels and their puff bars. I mean, I don't judge. Bro, hookah is so popular in Nepal. I did it for the first time in Nepal when I went in 2019. <laughs> It's a, almost it, passed out. It's a, <laughs> if, you, if you get like a really like aggressive, hookah, yeah, like you can get very lightheaded. Very lightheaded. It's yeah. it's fun, but like it's not something that I would do. Not often, regularly. These guys, they like have daily. It's like in their genetics, though. I feel like their their ancestors were just fucking going ham on the hookah. Like their lungs are built to take built. that yeah. much hookah I at a time. It. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, it's so much hookah. But Arab parties, like I was saying, not only the hookah, but. The music, the dancing, they love to party fucking hard, bro. And I love that. I can totally see that's a trend I woman. see in our top three. We party. <laughs> we like party girls, bro, which is which could be dangerous. Could be dangerous. <laughs> could be da- you gotta find that balance of the uh, of party girls and, and not party girls. I don't know how to say that, but you gotta find that balance. But yeah, that's a trend is party I think alcohol 
and just a good time. It's either that we we've been in quarantine for so long and we just want some like crazy ass party bitch to like run like run our world and just go ham with them. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like that's part of it. Also, another part is like you know, you miss that college vibe kind of. Yeah, because you know? we could definitely still hang. So I think we're missing yeah. it a little bit. I'm missing it a lot. I'm missing, yeah, look, Dude, <laughs> I was getting at my, at my barber today. Uh, they were running like a YouTube mix of, you know, like EDM mixes. Ooh. Bro, they were playing some fucking bangers. I was like, <laughs> damn, dude. I, sat, I felt like I was in the club, but I was in like a barber shop. But they were blasting this music with like the mix and everything. I was like, damn, I fucking miss going out, dude. I miss <laughs> it so much. I just want to get... I just want to get like a fucking tequila sour that's two dollars with the shittiest tequila you can have and just it, just give get it to tanked me tanked on it. anything tequila just pour it in my mouth shove it down my throat I get it in me I want to put me in a club dude I want some music I want some lights flashing yeah I'm be at a beach I'm be at a pool party it, oh my god let's go party with some Russians oh let's do it <laughs> yeah, let's do it again right if if you're a listener and you know that reference you're an OG fan that was like our second or third episode Portland round three low key Ooh. like Russians we'll go to Vancouver. And then, okay. and then we'll pit stop in Portland. Pit stop in Portland, yeah. And then if we're alive, we'll come back home. <laughs> <laughs> so this is more or less about us partying and different cultures we enjoy partying with yeah. than it was about <laughs> yeah. foreign women. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we, we don't discriminate. We don't discriminate. We don't discriminate. Just, just, yeah. because, just because there's these three doesn't mean that we are writing off every single other ethnicity. Mm-mm. These Definitely are just, not. just now. We're, that's we're so from California. That's funny that the whole party. I think only me. Like, can, I don't think can, Canada's known. It's like I mean, they could be partiers. I don't think they're. Party, like, they're yeah. not stereotypically. If they win something. Known as partiers. They party. Or they lose. Dude, Vancouver <laughs> when they lost the Stanley Cup. Dude, that shit was nuts. That's so true. That shit was gnarly. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's the only one on our list that weren't like known as stereotypically Super partiers. big partiers. Like, I don't yeah. Know, Canadians are that, but they they are low key. Like they're, they're dropping some big artists, they, and yeah. you know all their artists are blasting in the clubs now. So oh, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So let's let's end this episode before we get canceled and offend any women who aren't on this list. Uh, just know that we're from California, so we're very open-minded. So just because very you progressive, aren't, very progressive. So just because your ethnicity wasn't on this list doesn't mean you shouldn't shoot your shot. At least don't shoot your shot with this guy because this guy's uh, DMs are closed. Mine wide open. Shoot it from Steph Curry range. <laughs> shoot your layup, mid-range jumper, whatever it is. My DMs are open. I'll just redirect everything. Yeah, yeah, you. dude. Yeah, because you get some like wild DMs, bro. I don't get wild DMs. Yeah, you do. For the fucking couple weeks you were single, bro, you were getting some DMs. And I was like, bro, why don't these girls DM me? What the <laughs> fuck? I mean, when I was single, I got a couple, but I didn't. I thought your rate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flattered. Thank you. Wow. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but no. Seriously, you know, good, back, good, back, back, board them, back, board them over to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Please, I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, this is a fun episode. I enjoyed that. Yeah, one. this was fun. We're looking forward to some feedback, especially our um, yeah. our, our women listeners. Yeah, slide into our sideline banter DMs and let us know if you have any ideas or how you liked it. Yeah, and you know, what do you think about our our top three list? Are we just are we just stupid and we just want to date a party girl and get our hearts broken or? Is that a fun list? I think it's a fun list. I thought it was a fun list. I would yeah. love. I would love to end up with these three. And then for me, Mexico honorable mention for me too. Honorable, yeah, for you. I love, yeah. I love Latinas too. Ooh, Don't get yeah. me wrong. Just, just because I'm not only close out to Brazilians, Canadians, and Lebanese. <laughs> I love my Latinas. <laughs> see me on Chispa. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we'll see you next week. See you on Chispa. <laughs>